Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of so our podcast series of social media marketing. By now, hopefully, you've watched episodes one, two, and three, which is the what and why and how of social media marketing. If you haven't, I suggest you go and watch them first before coming on to these ones. It'll make a lot more sense. And um, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe, and watch all our other content. Do leave a review, a comment. Um, we've got our platforms across not just audio podcast but also on podcast, so where you can put a face to their name. So in this final episode of this series of social media, we're going to be giving our summary and insights individually um, and our thoughts based on what we've discussed in the previous three episodes and, you know, our key takeaways. And if it's okay, I'm going to start first. One thing I mentioned and discussed at the, in a couple of the episodes before this was, you know, how social paid social media marketing is more top of the funnel now. What we're noticing and my advice to anyone listening is a lot of companies are coming up to us saying, I want to run a paid social campaign and I want X amount of revenue. And I feel like they're looking at it completely the wrong way based on how the industry and the platforms are really going. Some platforms will give you measurable returns in terms of revenue. It can be achieved, but it really depends by industry, sector, the audience you're targeting. If you've got a handful of products compared to a number of products and elements that you're offering, how good your website is, there's so many other fundamental elements that come into play to help you achieve those you know, key you know, measurable success elements from paid social. My advice um, is, you know, the key takeaway I want to take is that when you're implementing a paid social strategy, first of all, I discussed this earlier, was make sure your organic is already in place and you have a foundation to build from. Understand your audience um, in terms of who you want to target and understand the strategy you want to achieve. For those that are listening and just want to focus on sales, just be a little bit more realistic and understand that face page social platforms have become more top of the funnel. And that has been hindered and impacted by the iOS 14 update that came from Apple and the updates that came in terms of the data usage that social media platforms are using in terms of the availability of how much data they can use of your personal data to target you. What it means is that targeting becomes a little bit more broader and more exploratory, and you have to do a lot more A-B testing across paid social platforms in terms of the creative you use, which is why we encourage video. But just bear in mind that you know it should be there to support wider marketing functions. Don't just solely focus on paid social as your like, you know, I'm going to put thousand pound or whatever budget is into Facebook and this is going to turn my business around or this is going to amplify my e-commerce. No, that's a wrong way to look at it. Look at it as part of an integrated approach. You know, just within social media, you have organic, you have strategy, you have video and you have paid and you have a handful of key platforms depending on whether you're B2C and B2B. And that's why looking at it in terms of like paid social is going to drive quality or interesting traffic to my website or to the to that place I want my potential customers to go to to get more information, to educate themselves or to interact and buy and then use wider platforms like Google where they go back and start searching. You can be more top of the funnel. Elements like retargeting. So if you don't know retargeting, we have mentioned in previous episodes and previous podcasts where you can target people that have just been to your website across different platforms. These kind of tactics play a key part. But focus as see social media as top of the funnel you're trying to reach out to potential new customers they're not going to buy instantly you have to take them through a journey to buy and they're going to be multiple different digital marketing touch points they will hit before they make that decision and trust element to buy from you as a brand 
And I think that's a really important point, Manny, in terms of people might measure the success of social media based on how many sales they've got. But as with any marketing, yes, sales is important. And obviously for your own business, you need to understand whether that is the key metric and the only metric you're looking at. But actually, marketing should play a role in many other areas as well, such as brand awareness, such as audience engagement. And so whilst people may think that social media doesn't work if they can't attribute direct revenue to what has been invested in social media, they may find that actually what could be attributed instead is growth in brand recognition, growth in engagement with their audience, and they've got a much more loyal audience or people a lot more engaged since they started creating content on social media. So it it's quite a kind of singular view to just look at it on paper and go, well, for three months I've spent X on social media and therefore I expect a you know, five, ten times return and I'm not getting it, therefore it hasn't worked. So, for example, at Trio, we have a motto for our, our own social media channels that you either want to work with us or for us. And actually, one of the greatest benefits we've gained from our social media is how easy it is to recruit and that people will come to us and are constantly messaging us that they want to come work at us because we display a lot of our workplace culture. So we're not really putting any salesy content out there at all. That's then a nice byproduct if people contact us because of what they've seen on social media. But actually, our focus there is something much different. So I think it really is important to actually consider social media as part of your wider business strategy, who the audience is that you're engaging with. Because when we say an audience, that's not just target audience for the purchase of your product you know you may choose that the audience you want to target on social media is prospective employees it may be potential suppliers or whatever it may be so really thinking about that and just nailing down what tools you're going to use to measure that and what those metrics are and how you're going to appeal to those people so it doesn't all have to be about sales I think is is one of the key messages um just another point I'd like to mention and then be good to get Anush's view but it just really stood out to me because of how simple it was Anush's analogy of you know zoom compared to over the phone when we look at why we should consider video on social media obviously we've the past two years had zoom and everything else video conferencing kind of forced down our throats but it does work it gave us the opportunity to still interact it was considered the next best thing after face to face so really that's where we should be at when we're thinking about incorporating video into part of our social media strategy it's the next best thing after face to face if you can't see someone in person and pitch yourself pitch whatever it is to them if you can do it by video that's going to work far better than doing it via a written word or a, a graphic or whatever it may be. So I think that that stood out to me and us and, you know, hopefully that's a key takeaway for people as to why they should be doing video as part of their social media strategy. You know, just a quick uh, maybe story from my, my life comparing to personal meetings with Zoom meetings. Actually, what I realized, I was in the US for for past one month and I was trying to get personal meetings with some people and in my surprise, I was there in their city, but they were more keen on to have a Zoom call with me rather than have a personal meeting. And that shows us that actually the 
video stuff and like conferences, online conferences are getting more popular and more needed nowadays than even personal meetings. So if you don't start using that right away, you will be behind of many, many people. So it's just the time to do it right now. But to sum up just the, like a social media topic overall, I would say that social media made our life easy and difficult at the same time. It's easy because you can reach to your clients really easy. They are there. If you know where is your client, you can you can easily reach them. But it's difficult because so many people can do the same thing. So you need to be more creative. You need to be more actual. You need to be more strategic uh, so you can be um, stand out among your competitors rather just than try to do a lot of stuff and to not get any results. So in my opinion, we can get that a great benefit from social media, took that, but sometimes for a personal use, try to not uh, hang in social media a lot of time because you will get that personal touch with your family and friends only by staying all the time in social media. Fantastic. I think that summarizes everything we've discussed in our first three episodes. So don't forget to uh, like, follow, subscribe across all our platforms from YouTube and uh, through to all our podcast channels. Um, I'd like to take this moment to quickly thank Claire Daniels individually, who will, this is her last recorded series with Bobble Pod. Um, as we look to take things into a new direction, I'd personally want to thank her for everything she's done and always contributed towards Bobble Pod, which has been a good 18 months now since the pandemic. So thank you very much for your personal contribution to Bobble Pod. Um, and we hopefully have you as a guest in the future as well. Thanks, Mary. And yeah, it's been great to be a part of it. And it's it's a fond farewell, um, you know, just as all our businesses are growing, just having to focus more on uh, content that we're creating for Trio Media. But it's been great to be a part of it and working with you both on this. And I hope people will continue to listen avidly to the content that's going to be created in the months to come. Claire, it was wonderful to have you as a co-host together and I hope we will have in future as well together. Yeah, it's not the end of our personal relationships. <laughs> it's the end of uh, Claire. You know, we still <laughs> continue to work extremely close together. So thank you for everyone who's been listening to this series. Um, we are um, coming an end to a whole series element for Bubble Pod since when we started back in September in 2022. So this summarizes the six series that we've done. And uh, we'll be launching again in April now. So those that are listening for our next series of Bubble Pod as we take a little bit of break, reflect understand all the reviews and feedback you guys have given and understand the content you like. Again, it's part of what we've discussed, measuring and understanding what works, what kind of content works. We do that as part of our own internal content process and we'll launch again in uh, early April with some new content for that. So thank you for listening. A big thank you again to Claire and Anush for joining us and we'll see you on our next um, series of episodes. 